0: This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones.
1: Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on this show today, you can do that in a couple of different ways, but the easiest way is just to go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of great information on there that my co host Tony Shore and I share with you weekly. You can also click on the radio page and check out any of the past shows and subscribe to this fine program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now, listeners, During the show today, we're going to highlight some potential tax breaks for those older than 50, as well as ways for older people to be able to help reduce their taxes in retirement. Lots of um, things have happened recently with current laws, and so Tony and I are going to talk through some of those topics today. Hopefully, it will be an educational one for you. Mr. Shore, how are you, buddy?
0: I am doing great. Thanks for asking, Nick, and thanks for having me on the show it's been a great week. Celebrated my birthday last week. That was a whole lot of fun. My son surprised me by coming home. He showed up to go out to dinner with us. He drove up with his wife from Milwaukee. So uh, that was really nice.
1: Nice. Well, you know what? I was thinking about you because I knew it was your birthday, and I figured you were over the big 5 so I wanted to come up with lots of ways to talk to you about <laughs> how you can save on your own taxes in retirement, Mr. Shore.
0: It's a little harsh. That was a little harsh there, buddy. (laughs) Ah, No, that's awesome. I I appreciate that. Yes, I will be listening intently to the show today (laughs) to figure out how I can save on taxes. And yes, Nick, I am over 50. I know
1: you are. I know you are. (laughs) Just slightly, right? right how
0: have you been <laughs> i've been great yeah
1: things are going great here in the rogue valley get coming out of the winter months lots of snow yeah. it's been fun this year and meeting with lots of clients and people this this time of year clearly when taxes are uh, are kind of on everybody's mind it brings up some nice educational points that i want to share on some of our shows that are just highlights that uh, i think through you know and um you know the first thing That I wanted to mention to clients and prospects today, Tony, is to be aware that there's a larger standard deduction for folks who are 65 and older that don't itemize their taxes. And the numbers have increased quite a bit, actually. The standard deduction for people that are in this age group over 65 is $1,750 larger than the deduction for people that are younger than 65 um, who are filing as individuals. And married couples can bump their standard deduction up by uh $1400 if one part of the couple is at least 65 and then $2800 if both are at least 65. And so that's a lot of extra money for the standard deduction. Now uh, Tony, additionally, if you or your spouse is legally blind, you may qualify for e- for an even larger standard deduction on top of what I just mentioned, okay?
0: Oh yeah, wow. So uh, there are a lot of numbers there, but it's good to be aware of these and the advantages. So Uh, obviously taxes and how they fit into your overall financial strategy, that's a good reason to work with someone like yourself as well, right? Um, You know, and and have a tax professional on your team as well.
1: That's exactly correct. We we, uh, think that's a very, very important thing, and lots of clients obviously have to deal with taxes as a result of their investment income, and it's a huge topic for them to consider. Um, You know, another thing that I'll just bring up here is, Uh, older folks are allowed to earn a little bit more than their younger counterparts before they're required to submit a tax return. So in some cases, you don't have to submit one. And, you know, those who are at least 65 can make up to uh, a gross income, I should say, of $14,700 before they have to file a tax return for last year, 2022. Okay. And, that ceiling for couples is approaching 30,000 It's $28,700. Um, and so both spouses obviously have to be at least 65. Um, and that ceiling, you know, raises to people to help people in many different ways. Sure. And so, so you definitely still want to bear in mind though that you know filing at that ceiling might want you to consider still filing a tax return because you're just so close to that there's various tax credits and also a potential you know potential refunds that could happen if you actually file your taxes.
0: That's right. Even if you're below that ceiling you mentioned that where you don't have to file you still should because uh you know it's probably in your best interest to do so then, right?
1: That's exactly correct. Yes, you're correct there, Tony. Now there's lots of property tax rules that are often vastly oh, different. Don't,
0: don't talk to me about property taxes, Nick.
1: <laughs> they come up a lot in your state, I know, Tony. <laughs> but, you know, depending on your ages, there's different types of rules in different counties as well as states, depending on your specific income, that may help you qualify for other, um, you know, exceptions or tax deferrals. So that's something that you definitely want to keep in mind. Um You know, this happens a lot from state to state, like I mentioned, but my point is it's going to be worth your time to sit down with a financial professional, ask these specific questions about your specific situation, and see if it makes sense for you to then talk to uh, additional accountants if your own is not helping you figure out some of these deductions, Tony.
0: Right. And like you said, property tax rules vary from state to state and um, I'm not sure of all the ins and outs of Oregon. That's why people need to work with you, and I know you have tax professionals there that work alongside you at Jones & Associates, but uh, I would be more than happy to fill out a few extra forms if it meant I could keep more money in my own bank account rather than pay it out in taxes. I mean, that's what we're talking about here, right, is minimizing that tax burden for people who are older or in retirement, right? Well, for sure.
1: I mean, if you and your spouse are at least 65 – and you have lower income, you may be eligible to claim, for instance, <clears throat> a tax credit that's specific to older folks. Okay, and those who qualify for that may be able to reduce their tax bill by utilizing this credit. And so a lot of people people ask me how does this work. And so here's how it is, Tony. If your adjusted gross income um, is below seventeen thousand five hundred, if you're an individual, or twenty five thousand, if both you and your spouse are at least sixty five, your non taxable social security and pension income must be below 5000 for an individual or 7500 for couples to use this credit. Okay, now, <clears throat> lots of little intricacies with this specific credit. Um, you have to think through things like permanent disability, which also may help you qualify for it, and also um, your complete financial picture. Uh, now, remember, in many states with Social Security, Tony, uh, you're not actually taxed from the Social Security income. Oregon is one of those. So Oregon residents are only taxed federally for social security. Wow. Not at the state level.
0: Yeah. I can tell you, I grew up in Minnesota and uh, you asked my parents that Minnesota definitely taxes people's social security, unfortunately.
1: Kind of a weird thing when you're thinking about it, but yeah, it's, there's a 12 or 15 states that don't tax social security today.
0: Yeah. And the rest of them (laughs) do. And fortunately for our listeners out there, Oregon does not uh, tax your social security as a state. So that's really good. That's exactly correct. A lot of correct. people before they retire don't even realize that social security can be taxed at all. And as of now, the federal government can tax up to 85% of your social security. So,
1: it's exactly correct. And so, you know, each year these thresholds that we've just recently talked about on the show today change, go up. Um, and you, you need to know the numbers or at least have a conversation with somebody that knows the numbers to make sure that you are adequately getting the best deductions possible and credits possible.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's really important to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because I'm sure they have questions about this. And in order to navigate all of this, what you've been talking about today and how to minimize that tax burden, you need to work with a financial services professional who works alongside tax professionals too. You need those folks on your team. And you look at the big picture to help people not only look back at previous taxes, but ahead on taxes they're going to be paying later in retirement.
1: Well, that's very, very correct because there's so many things that can get affected by your previous tax returns, like Medicare premiums and things like that. So Tony, you're right. Um, lots of different resources that we can help listeners uh, figure out from a tax standpoint, as well as investment standpoint. If they just want to go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com, uh, lots of great resources already built in there. They can click, um, click and request additional information or even a you know, a sit down or a Zoom or a phone call meeting with me to discuss uh, their specific situation.
0: All right. Thanks, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily social security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 541-773-9567 or visit us at
1: jonesfinancialtalk.com to learn more. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to the first segment of our show today. Uh, As a reminder, this is Nick Jones, and I have my fine co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, joining us today. And so far during the show, we have been examining some of the tax breaks that are available exclusively to those in Tony's age group, which is 50 oh. and older.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I resemble uh, that <laughs> remark.
1: While your individual circumstances may mean that you don't qualify for all of the tax breaks that we're discussing today, I think you're probably going to find some qualifying or just one or two of them can make a huge difference in some of your specific financial situations. And so um, let's explore that topic a little bit more, Mr. Shore.
0: Well yeah, and anytime you can minimize that tax burden. I mean every tax dollar that you don't have to pay in is one you can keep in your pocket, add to your retirement funds and, you know, uh, have a better retirement lifestyle because of it. And at the end of the last segment, Nick, you were talking about a potential tax credit for the elderly and disabled. I thought that was really good. What do you have for us next?
1: So another major one that we definitely need to highlight, Tony, is You know, if you're over the age of 50, you can often save quite a bit more in individual retirement accounts and 401ks than if you're under 50. And so in 2023, it's an additional $1,000 that you can put into an uh, individual retirement account for a grand total of $7,500 if you are over the age of 50. And so let's give you an example here. You know, a 50 plus year old worker that's in the, let's call it 24% tax bracket, who makes uh, who, who maxes out their IRA could save, you know, $1800 on their current tax bill. Um quite a bit, you know, so that's about $250 more than the maximum possible for a tax break for a younger person saving for retirement that falls into the same tax bracket I should say. So, very very important once again to review as on an annual basis these numbers change with somebody. Um, older folks with low and moderate incomes who are putting money into retirement accounts may also qualify for the saver's credit, which we've highlighted a few times on the show. So in 2023, an individual with an adjusted gross income of up to $36,600 may qualify for a saver's credit if they're contributing to a retirement account. And if you're a head of a household um, or if you are married filing jointly, um, that goes up to $73,000 for your adjusted gross income. Um, and still gives you the ability to use that saver's credit. And so if you think that the saver's credit is something that might work for you, you definitely just want to discuss that with your financial advisor and also probably your accountant that's doing your taxes.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you talked about the saver's credit. I bet that's one that a lot of people miss or don't know about or don't understand. So that illustrates one more reason you want to be working with somebody like yourself. There's no reason to spend hours and hours stressing over your financial strategy or missing some possible tax breaks and credits that you could get. I mean, that's huge. Definitely.
1: And, you know, I mentioned it before, Tony, uh, about 401k plans. The the limits for 401k plans for older workers to help them um, be eligible to, you know, contribute what are called catch-up contributions are astronomical. The numbers that they can save are just great. And so, you know, folks who once again are at least the age of 50 can defer paying to income tax on $7,500 more than their younger workers if they put that money into a 401k plan. So if you're over 50 in, in the year 2023, you can have a grand total of $30,000 a year wow. going into your 401k. I mean, that's and a huge number, Tony.
0: Well, imagine what the, the compounding interest, Nick, is going to be on $30,000 a year put into account. Um, it's just really good. And, um, you know, and hopefully we've already had a few upswings this year. We hope eventually, uh, you know, we, no one knows what the market's going to do, but you'll have up years and down years, but that's, that's great to have that much put away for retirement. And I think, um, you know, take advantage of that. If you want, if you're 50 or over and can swing it, that's huge. I just think that's great. Yeah, pay yourself
1: first, right? I mean, yeah. there's just a lot of a lot of great benefits to being able to do that. Now, clearly most people that come into my office that are approaching retirement are at that age group where they're like, what can I do to be able to kind of help myself uh, retire earlier? And so you just want to know all the ins and outs and how much those numbers change on a regular basis. And so if you start compiling and putting all these things together, higher standard deductions, more money you can put away into the plans, you can really, really set yourself up to have a great opportunity to save a lot of money prior to your retirement. And most people that are there aren't spending all their income anyways. And so why not save it to help yourself when you get to that point, Tony?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, um, and I've heard that as you get older, you can contribute even larger catch-up contributions starting in, I think you said on our um secure act show in starting in 2025 because of the secure act uh, they're even going to start increasing that as your age increases like between the ages of 60 and 63 that's exactly there'll right. be even more catch up
1: contributions allowed right that's exactly the truth and then also additionally for every single state it's a little different and so in in our state uh, with the Oregon growth savings plan they have uh, some great opportunities for Their uh, specific employees to save even more and try to front load those plans in the next couple of years. So be on the lookout, talk to your advisor about it, think through the numbers. Don't just continue to contribute the same amount.
0: Yeah, work with a financial professional like yourself. That's the key. Now, on previous shows, Nick, you've talked about some, uh, you've given us a lot of great information about early withdrawal penalties. And I know those are out there. and, And personally, because of what you've told us, I've adjusted some of my thinking, my wife and I, when it comes to our finances, based on what you've had to say about penalties, we need to avoid those. So I'm curious about the impact of these early withdrawal penalties on older workers that we're highlighting today.
1: Yeah, and this actually has happened just recently. A couple of different conversations I've had in the last month or so have highlighted this exact thing, you know. And so uh, if you're a younger worker who dips into their retirement accounts Uh, before the age of 59 and a half, you are going to be subject possibly to a 10% early withdrawal penalty unless that money is used for some very specific purposes like medical expenses, health insurance premiums, and some college costs for you, your spouse, or your your children or grandchildren. I'm only touching on a few possibilities here, Tony. If you're on the younger side and uh, consider taking money out of a retirement account, I just urge you to to definitely sit down and talk to somebody about those tax ramifications and penalty ramifications before you do so. Um, now, once you hit that magical age with the IRS is determined of 59 and a half, and, you a, can, half. and a half, that. right? Let's round <laughs> that up or down, please. <laughs> so bizarre. You can withdraw, uh, begin to withdraw from your IRA with, uh, you know, for any reason without getting that additional 10% penalty. And if you quit your job at the age of 55 or older, you may begin penalty free 401k distributions from the account linked to your job that you most recently left at that time. Ah, okay. um, and then, additionally, for public safety officers um, who are at least 50 years old, um, there's a totally different um, set of rules that allows them to possibly start taking penalty free withdrawals at the age of 50 if they have <clears throat> a certain amount of service uh, with that employer sponsoring plan. And so, the, the the reason why I bring these things up, Tony, is many people, when they leave their current employers, just assume the correct thing to do is roll the money over into an IRA. But before you do that, you might want to think through when you're going to need the money, because if you do it between the ages of 50 and 59, let's say, it could be an advantage to just leave the money where it's at, get the correct advice to then take the money out until you're 59 and a half and then roll it over.
0: Yeah. It all depends on your situation. Yeah, that does make sense. But I think we should remind the listeners that uh, you also have to pay income tax on those withdrawals. We were talking about withdrawal penalties, but on top of the penalties, you still have to pay income tax on most accounts, like a traditional 401k or traditional IRA. Isn't that correct?
1: That's exactly correct, with one exception, which you know where I'm probably going with this next, which is a potential tax break for those who are at least fifty. Um, and that's qualified charitable distributions, right? I like to
0: call them QCDs.
1: QCDs. We've talked about yeah. this quite a bit on the show, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> and this is where you're going to withdraw money from a traditional retirement account, um, you know. but if you don't need the money, you can avoid some of the income tax on those withdrawals if you make it a qualified charitable distribution. Now, <clears throat> retirees who are at least 70 and a half, which is the old RMD age, right, um, who transfer any money, Um, out of an IRA up to $100,000 a year to a qualified charity may not owe income taxes on that transaction. And so that's another huge benefit. If you're already going to make contributions to some specific charities, lots of our clients do this with tithing to their church or other local organizations. Um, If you've got a bunch of money in a traditional retirement account, talk to your advisor about maybe utilizing that money and would it be smarter to utilize that money to make those charitable de- deductions uh, or contributions, I should say?
0: You've given us a lot of great information so far, but where are we headed now in our final segment?
1: Well, I don't want to leave out the people that are under 50 necessarily. Well, there's that's still true. quite a few opportunities for them to save, but sure. you Know interestingly, Tony, the reason why there's so many tax breaks for people that are over the age of 50 is because people typically in our country just have not saved enough for retirement. And so the government is continuing to entice us to do that. Now, you should know that if you're under the age of 50, there's still great, great reasons to start saving as early as possible. I mean, you can put money into a traditional 401k um, that will help you defer paying income taxes on those retirement savings until you withdraw them many, many years later, right? Um, Tons of workers are eligible to defer as much as $22,500 this year. Um, if that money is put into a 401k or a 403b or, or a government thrift savings plan, for instance. And lots of those payments can just be made through payroll deduction. And so the tax break that you get is almost immediate because that money is
0: taken right off of your actual take-home pay right away. Wow. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. And I think establishing a 401k or something similar, if you haven't done so already, That's reason enough to work with a financial advisor like yourself. But you really need retirement accounts set up and you need to be contributing to them. But everybody's situation is different. Everybody's uh, plan might not be the same. It depends on where you're employed and what you have and what stage you're at, right?
1: And the big thing also to remember and is difficult to predict is what is your tax bracket going to be when you retire? Okay. Uh, Because that's that's going to lead me to the next thing, which is you might want to contribute money to your Roth 401k instead of the traditional side. It might make more sense to take that tax break later in life rather than up front. Today, if you're making good income and you have the ability to put money into the Roth IRA, the contribution ceilings on the Roth 401k are much higher than what you can put into a Roth IRA. And so you might want to consider that. I mean, there's different tax ramifications as a result of it, but which way or which direction do you think taxes are going, Tony? Are they going up or down in the future?
0: <laughs> I think we all know they're going up uh, and, and they'll probably skyrocket at some point. I, I find I'm still amazed that we're at this historically low tax rate right now. And as far as federal uh, income tax rates, uh, they're at a historical low. So they're kind of on sale. Taxes are on sale, at least federal income tax. So maybe it is it is good time to take advantage uh, of a Roth or a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA, right? Yep. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yep. T- Trump's 2025
1: tax rules go, you know, changed drastically in 2025. But prior to that, taxes definitely are on sale and are, are frozen um, for a while to be able to give us these great standard deductions and higher limits that we can put in. So I would definitely consider using some of the Roth 401k side to be able to help you with that. Um, who cares if you got to pay a little more taxes today when you are working and can afford it? You know that we've talked a lot about this on the show, but when you retire, you want different buckets of money and different taxable buckets of money. And a Roth option is just a phenomenal way to save and to have money setting aside at that point.
0: Yeah, because most retirement accounts like your traditional 401ks and traditional IRAs, as you've mentioned before, Nick, it, are taxable when you take that money out and you're paying tax on the growth and what you put in. It's all taxable when you pull it out. Whereas a Roth, none of it's taxable when you take it out, right?
1: That's exactly correct. Now, a lot of people ask me after I mentioned those things to them, Tony, like, what are the uh, income limits that I can get to before I can't do that any longer? So right. just to clarify, inside a 401k, the income limit that you make does not matter at all which is why it's such a powerful tool to be able to put a ton of money into the Roth option if you choose that. Now, if it's a specific Roth IRA or traditional IRA, then you definitely do have some income thresholds where you can get deductions and be able to actually put money into the accounts. Okay, And for most people, for the Roth side is the thing that they ask about. It's when your total income with your your spouse is between two hundred and $228,000. So if it's lower than that, you always can put money into a traditional or a Roth IRA and get either the deduction up front or not. But if you make way more than that, or if you just have the ability at work to put money on the Roth 401k side, do it. You got to do it. It's the best tax situation possible, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. But don't make any of these moves without a financial services professional such as yourself. I think that's a key because even if you make over that, I know there are strategies and things you can do to get some money in a tax-free bucket and you work closely with your clients to make sure that they minimize their tax burdens. You work alongside tax professionals, but it fits into their overall picture where they're at. That's the key, right?
1: Yep. There's so many little details that could change the answer to all of those questions. Uh, if yep. you or your spouse is disabled, for instance, or um, you know, if you've got a windfall, um, you know, personally, and you're not going to touch this money for a long period of time, or not going to use it like most traditional people do, you know, in their 60s. So all of those things are going to change the answers that I give to you. But um, the point is, just thinking through the details and making sure that you're pulling the right levers from a tax situation to put you in the best situation here.
0: Exactly. Well, Nick, we're out of time for today's show. Let our listeners know how to get a hold of you and where they can find more information.
1: Sure thing. We've had lots of activity on our website lately at jonesfinancialtalk.com lots of people going on there and asking us for specific questions that they hear on the radio show or other details about their own specific situation. So please, listeners, go to jones financial talk dot com and request any information you'd like.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and